Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghafiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shurure anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh arsalahu bashiran wa nazira بين يدع الساعة من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعسيهما فإنه قد غوى وإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا إن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحديث حدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور عوازمها وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا تتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يُسْلِحْ لَكُمْ عَمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ يُتِيَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَذِيمًا صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَذِيمِ Inshallah, I will talk about today um, a subject which is based off of Surah Tuqaf. When we read the surah, this is one of the surahs that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to recite a lot on the day of the Jum'ah. And when we see an action which is repeated by sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we see there is a great importance in there as well. So whether it's a recitation of different surahs or different adhkar that we talk about, whether it is after salah or the du'as and all those things, we have to pay attention to what's been said in those chapters of the Qur'an or the reminders in the shape of adhkar for us. Surah Qaf is one of those surahs that has many things in there. And the scholars of the Qur'an, the one who does either the tafsir of the Qur'an and knowledgeable in ulum al-Qur'an, they divide Qur'an in many different ways, including it could be by the ajzad, the 30 parts of the Qur'an, or it's the seventh manazil that you can recite the Qur'an in a, month, in a week or in a month, or by chapters, by Makki or Madani. And there's another aspect that has been divided by the scholars of the Qur'an is by the subject. And uh, it is divided in a manner that Qur'an can be seen from three perspectives. That it has one part of the Qur'an is about the aqal, about the tawheed, about the, uh, the, the, the creed or the faith. The other part is about the ahkam, the rulings. And the third is about the qasas or the stories of the prophets, salihin, 
Mujrameen. So we can get the ibrah or the lesson from those stories which are mentioned in the Quran. Now when we talk about Surah Al-Qaf, this has all three. It, talk about, it talks about the aqidah, it talks about the ahkam salah, and it talks about the people who passed before. And this surah was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as many of the scholars have mentioned in the Meccan era. And from the context of the surah, it's very evident, it is from the Meccan era, when the kuffar of the Mecca, they were giving very difficult time to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the sahaba radhwanullah alayhim. During those times, whether it is the ridiculing of Islam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the sahaba, or whether it is the physical struggle that they were trying to harm the sahaba and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We find one of the things which is mentioned in the Quran in the beginning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala qaf wal Quran al-Majid bal ajibu an ja'ahum mundirun minhum faqala al-kafirun hadha shay'un ajib talking about the Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking the oath of the Quran here and saying nay they wonder that there has come to them a warner Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam from among themselves so that the kuffar they are saying this is a strange thing and within the strange thing they say, When we will become part of the dirt, we will be resurrected back again. This is a very far-fetched idea that you are bringing in. We are going to become dust and will be mixed with the, with the rest of the earth and the contents of the earth and the many things that grow out of it. Are you saying that we will be gathered back and resurrected again? This is a far-fetched idea. This is how the kuffar used to say. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And we know everything in the earth and we have, we have we are protected in, in the book. Which part is going where? Allah Azza wa is aware of it. And Allah will bring it back. Similar thing in Surah Al-Qiyamah was mentioned that the man, this, the, the, the kuffar, they think that we shall not assemble his bones. Forget about the bones, Allah says. Subhanallah. It's not only that we will resurrect your bones back, even your tips of the fingers, the fingerprints will be, will be resurrected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we know that each and every one of us have unique fingerprints. Subhanallah, Allah is talking about in the Quran 1400 years ago. That not only that the bones, we will make sure even the fingertips and the fingerprints will be back. But in reality, it's not that they're denying all that. It's the issue is not that. The issue is more than that. They want to continue their sinful life. And that's what they want to do. And why do we have to talk about this today, in today's time? Because this, this is the very same idea that exists today among the, Muslim, among the human beings as well. The kuffar, the one who are disbelievers, the one who are rejecting. They are rejecting the very same way. They don't believe in resurrection, hence their life is based on just this dunya. What you can gain out of this dunya only. And that's the very same thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing here. And not only that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And we have sent down blessed water from the sky. We produce there with the gardens and the plants from it. 
And tall date palms with range clusters. Look at this. Allah subhanahu saying, Look at you see that on a daily basis how the dead, that earth becomes dead. And then from the dead land, Allah subhanahu ta'ala raised the plants back again. This is in front of you that's happening over and over. You do the farming or whatever kind of plants that you, that, that you, uh, you sow the seeds in the, in the ground. You, you take off the crops and that the land looks dead and then again that becomes lively. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you are going to be raised again. This is very easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioning about that the previous nations Allah now talking about the previous nation. Look at these, all these nations, whether it was Ali Thamud, Ali Aad, or the, or the Fir'aun, or the Qawm Lut, all these people, when they were in power, they thought they are on the top of everything. Whether they were tyrants like Fir'aun, we will find the tyrants like Firaun today as well. Whether the nations who were carving the, carving the mountains to build their houses, like Ad wa Thamud, you will find people are fighting about who's gonna have the tallest skyscrapers. Even in the deserts of the peninsula, Arabian Peninsula. So very similar things you find today as well. As those people thought of themselves, they are invincible, nobody can defeat. Where are they today? Allah destroyed them all. Or the Qawm Lut, the one that we are seeing nowadays everywhere. And they're trying to normalize this act. And anybody who tries to speak up against that to say how Allah destroyed the nation of Lut for the act of homosexuality they were engaged in. Today, if a Muslim even gets up, many of the Muslims among ourselves, they will start raising their eyebrows. Don't talk about this, brother. Allah did not shy away from this subject. And Allah is the one who made this act haram. So, we have to remember what Allah Rasulullah mentioned, Whosoever sees an evil, stop it with your hand. And if you do not have the capability, then do it with your tongue. And if you don't have it with your tongue capability, then feeling bad about the haram or the munkar is happening. And this is the lowest level of iman when the munkar and evil action which is defined by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's not defined by me, it's not defined by you that they will change according to time and the place we are in so that the definitions of halal and haram are changing. No, it is by the creator of the heavens and the earth. This is absolute. That Allah has defined. So we stick with that. And if we cannot even feel that haram is happening in, in our hearts, we should be questioning our iman. iman. This is the lowest level of iman if the munkar is happening and we don't even feel bad in our heart. We really go back and question, do we have the iman left? Because this is the weakest level. Where is the iman then? 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Qawm Aad, Fir'aun, Thamud, Lut, Aika, Waqam Tudba. All of them they rejected the previous prophets also. Today there will be no more prophet, but the message of the prophet is here, which is the Quran, which is the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not just leave them, He sent us the message, and also there are people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has assigned the angels on your right and the left who are keeping track of everything. And Allah Azza wa Jal, He is aware of everything that we do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we are aware of what people even think in their minds. We are closer than even this jugular vein that we have. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is closer than that. This is the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He does not hold us accountable for what we think. He holds us accountable for what we say and what we do. As the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talk about. So Allah has placed the malaika on the right and the left who are keeping track of every action that we are undertaking. So on the day of judgment, when we will be resurrected back, going back to the beginning of the surah, it will be presented in front of us our, uh, our book. The people will try to deny, they will not be able to deny. It's all coming from what we have done. Allah will give the tongue to body parts, they will start speaking. We don't even have to use our tongue. Many of the things will be said by our body parts. They will become witness against us. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about how the kuffar will be thrown into the hellfire. And both these angels who are left and right, they will throw them into the hellfire, those kuffar. These are the hinderer of the good, the one who stop, they prevent that, and they're the transgressors, they are the one who will be thrown into the hellfire. And later on, even the shaitan who used to whisper in their ears today wrong things, on the day of judgment, Allah says, his companion, the shaitan, who was telling all the bad things to do, he will say, no Lord, I did not push him to transgress. He did whatever he did of his own. So whosoever around us, pushing each other to commit the haram, he will disown him. Even those ulama who are misguiding the people, they will disown them on the day of judgment. We did not force anybody. Whoever they did, they did it of their own. Whoever is trying to misguide the people in the path of Allah also, on the day of judgment, they will act like the shaitan also. We have nothing to do. We have our own worries to worry about. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And Allah said, Dispute not in front of me. I had already in advance sent you the threat. The wa'id was sent. Messengers were sent. Why didn't you follow them? These are the ones should be followed, not the shayateen, not the one who were calling for the path of the shaitan. And on the other side, Allah talks about the people of Jannah, and the Jannah will brought closer to the people who will be entering into Jannah. Subhanallah. And this Jannah is the one that is promised. It's for who? The one who is an awab. What is an awab is a very interesting term used in Arabic. It's a very deep meaning. One of the Mufassir discusses that awab is the one, it is like a compass. No matter which direction you move, it points towards the north. 
So a verb, a believer, no matter what happens to him, whatever hardship falls on him, he goes back to Allah Azza wa Jal. What does Allah want from me? His point of reference does not change. Always it says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is Hafeez. Hafeez is the one who is not transgressed. He stays within the boundaries Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set. There are five things are mentioned about these people. The, 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 the one who will be entering into Jannah. One, he's a web. Second, he's Hafeez. Man khashiya rahman And he has a khashiya of the ar-Rahman, the merciful. And khashiya is different than the khawf. Many people have fear of tyrants, for example, that they will harm them. Yes, we can have the hope of Allah from the punishment of Allah, but these are the ones who have the khashiya. Khashiya, Imam Razi talks about that and he says, khashiya is different than the khawf. Khashiya is you understand the azma, you understand the bigness, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. That makes you, makes you have this haiba, uh, if you want to call it. That you are out of, uh, uh, that, that you see how big Allah Azza wa Jal is, how powerful He is. Not only the punishment system, but also how powerful He is. That makes you the one who have the khashiya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bil ghaybi, khashiya rahmana bil ghaybi. And then the one who do it by, by unseen. And his heart is the one that says absolutely free from each and every kind of polytheism. And it brought a heart turn in repentance. He goes back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for repentance. These are the five categories that I mentioned about the people who enter Jannah. For that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Enter you there in peace and security. This is the day of eternal life. And the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about Surah Qaf, inshallah, I will wrap it up. That they say it reminds us about the previous nation when come that and how many a generation we have destroyed before them who were stronger in power than them. They ran for refuge in the land, could they find any place of refuge? So today there are many nations out there who feel they are powerful, who feel they're powerful, their tyranny will not will, will not be questioned. They don't have to return back to Allah. There were more powerful nations before them. They returned back. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about different nations in the Quran. And each nation was destroyed for a specific kind of a wrongdoing they were doing. Today we are seeing in the mankind the compilation of all of them. We find the Fir'aun, the people like Fir'aun in the world today. We find the people, the, the people like the Qawm of Shu'ayb who were cheating in their buying and selling. We find the people of Lut the one who was doing the act of homosexuality at that time. We find the people of Ad and Thamud the same way. They were carving the, the mountains at that time. Today we see they are building skyscrapers bigger and bigger. And all of them they think they are on the top of the world. They are not going anywhere. Allah is talking about Allah has destroyed many nations like them who are much more powerful than them. So don't be amazed by these kind of a progresses. We are all returning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the Muslimin who are going through to Rasulullah sallallahu who's going through many difficult times that have, have patience, be persevere, stick with the haqq. You are going through all those difficulties for calling the people towards the deen of Allah azza wa jal. 
and take refuge in by praising your Rabb, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, before the time of the Tulu al-Shams, which is the, the, the Fajr time, and Qabl al-Ghurub, which is the Asr time. At that time, as Mufassirin said, two prayers were obligatory on the Muslimin at that time. And later on, the fives were done. So the Salah is one of the things you go back and energize yourself to go back and do what you were doing. It's not that Muslims were, so, were commanded only to do the Salah. Rasulullah and Sahaba were engaged in carrying the da'wah to change the old mankind to worship Allah alone, to live their life according to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you are engaged in that, and when you are going through all the difficulties, go back and have patience and pray for your Rabb. That's what it means by the Salah when we talk about the Salah. إِنَّ نَحْنُ يُحْنِ وَنُمِيرُ وَيْلَيْنَ الْمَصِيرُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and we are the one <coughs> who gives life and who gives death, and you are all returning back to us. So when we think of our life, think of it this way. We are all returning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we take away this concept of the akhirah that we are accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then there is in reality no purpose of life left. Everybody can do whatever they feel like. There is no accountability. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us in Surah Al-Qaf and reminding us what happened to the people who rejected that. They were destroyed and it's very easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to destroy the other nations as well. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those who will enter into the Jannah with the qualities of the one who are awab, the one who are hafid, the one who have the khashiyah of, of Rahman bil ghaib, the one who are munib. These are the people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in the surah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us all of us to among those ones who will enter into Jannah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.